Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Welcome to another episode of Zenkai Boosts. Almost <laughs> forgot the name of the show you're on. The show where we watch every episode of Dragon Ball Z. I remember this part. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. Let's get this started. Let's get this started. Forgive me for getting off on the wrong foot. Um, we watched an episode where a lot of things happened. So This was a big one. Dude. This was a big kid episode. Dude, Dude, I got to the halfway point and I thought it was over and I... It just kept going. Oh, I was same. like, this is great. Well, where, the last where was the few episodes, not too much has happened. So I feel like this one felt even more so crazy because of that. Mm-hmm. This one was a delicious sandwich, and I'm ready to bite into it. But we've got to get through the crust first. Oh, which the is intro. That, that bad intro. Um, which the is meat we geez. eat before the pudding. <laughs> Guys, is it bad that I, I, I turn it on, it's on, and I proceed to just start cleaning? While it's it's running, like Blaine, I think you may be abdicating cheating. your responsibility, my man. Yeah, like, eyes glued. I'm not. listening. I'm watching it, but <laughs> I'm also You're, like, no, you you've got to you've got to clockwork orange yourself onto this fucking <laughs> thing. You have to like you you have to you have to join us. You have to be on our level here. <laughs> this human centipede of of uh, anime intros that we have to I watch together. I find that I can't look away from it. Um, <laughs> when I do, it's still playing in front of my eyes. Like, it follows me wherever I go, even when I close them. One of those haunted pictures. The Grim Specter of Death. Um, what's the title of this episode? I forgot to write it down. It's long. It is, uh, The Scheme is Shattered, Vegeta Strikes Back at Zarbon. And I noted oh, I like that, that because... A little bit of alliteration. The Scheme is Shattered. In the intro, like, the, the announcer says, Vegeta strikes back at Zarbon. Like, as if he forgot to say that part and had to bring him in later. <laughs> Dude! Vegeta episode. This is a good Vegeta episode. Uh, so we oh. start with Vegeta. He's in the tank, and uh, Dr. Apple is stressed out because Frida wants to interrogate him. He's gotta get him conscious. That's, gotta that's his go. goal. He starts the scene worried Vegeta might not wake up, and then... And then Vegeta, then Vegeta wakes up like and immediately, he immediately wishes that he hadn't. <laughs> yes. So they do this really hilarious thing here. Uh, well, it's not super funny, but I thought it was really cool. Like they show Vegeta waking up, and then you see like the pods start to flash with this incredible bright light as Apul looks on in horror, and then they hard cut to a different scene. Yeah, Zarbon and Frieza in the same ship. Yes, Frieza's pining for him like a lost lover. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does vegeta fare yeah like seriously like some shakespearean shit and he's like zarbon you're an idiot you know uh <laughs> this is your fault I wanna, zarbon says that vegeta has stabilized uh and that it won't be long now which as far as he knows at that moment is a lie yeah he, he yes, thought he was right. gonna die <laughs> 
Oh, and then Man. they hear what we just left behind. Kaboom. The giant kaboom. And yes, Apul is totally dead, as as per my prediction. Uh, yeah, Vegeta steps on his head, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm. yeah. It, there's some juice that comes out of it. Before we cut to that, there's a really amazingly 80s anime exchange between Zarbon and Frieza after the explosion. What makes it so 80s? Uh, Zarbon exclaims, that explosion came from down the hall. Uh, the camera cuts, there's a close-up of Frieza's face and a, a pause that is just long enough to be awkward. And Frieza says, indeed, hard yes. cut away. Yes, I remember this. <laughs> the indeed, like very, very, yeah, that was great. <laughs> so so can we quickly take just like a quick moment for a pool because he was definitely one of my yeah, favorites pour one out oh, just for a moment a, of silence on the podcast yeah. <laughs> like all the best, best podcasts do okay let's just quick. have a, a minute of blank airtime right insert right I, here d- dead air is one of the number one best things you can do for a podcast i'm told what? we should all what? take a couple seconds i do agree with blaine we should take a couple seconds to <laughs> think about a pool what a character he didn't do anything wrong. He's just doing his job. He's uh, Apple Juice now. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was the yellow guy's name again? Butternut. Rest in peace, Butternut. Butternut. Oh. Uh, so Vegeta is uh, now, he seems to have taken control of the situation. Um, he wanted them Vegeta's to think he back, wasn't going to... baby. Vegeta's That's back, That's what I baby. said out loud. In fact, if you listen carefully, you can hear the boys are back in town playing softly <laughs> in the distance. It's, it's just the boy. The boy is back the boy in is town. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see this episode redone with some of this music that we're going to come up with. Uh, in it. He starts wrecking the place, um, and he bl- he does a very, very smart strategy here, a really cool trick. He blows a hole in the wall so that when Zarbon and Frieza run in, they immediately think he is gone. He's flown the coop. But, but we get, as the audience, we get a special uh-huh. view of him just hiding around the corner. Now, now that's what they call dramatic <laughs> irony, folks. Write that down. <laughs> Uh, and he sort of, so he takes off, so Vegeta's in the ship, they think he's off the ship, so he runs back to where he saw the Dragon Balls earlier, or where he figures they must be. This is so smart. I this love having incredible. a smart character with good plans, who is thinking ahead. <laughs> and when he see, when he finds those Dragon Balls, he takes a minute to, like, really savor this. I love that he counts them, and he goes one, two, three, four, five. Five Dragon Balls. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I thought that would be funnier. Um, he also, when he open, he goes into the room, he is writing a letter in his head yes. to Frieza that he does not leave. Yeah, he writes a <laughs> shitty little note to Frieza in his head, and that's it. Like, he doesn't actually get a piece of paper and write it or anything. How funny would that be, though? He's like... <laughs> that would have been amazing. There is kind of a time crunch on this whole... That's true, yes. Like, he... He doesn't really have time to actually write, sit down and write the letter. And and then we answer that question that I'm sure all of y'all were, were asking at this point. What's Gohan up to? Oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> goodness we get to cut back over to Gohan's oh, suicide mission. I just had a realization about this episode. There's no Goku at all. No, oh, yeah. We did one. not see one second of Goku. Okay, continue. I just Good totally dawned on me. Um, some, Whoa, I, holy shit. So, so, Kevin, I know you got, like, actually good music for this part, I'm sure. Um, oh, the, what we got always. though? What we got was this sad, like Sarah McLaughlin arms of an angel kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah no. I want to know. I laughed out loud at this part because the <laughs> soft, somber piano is playing. 
And yes, there are corpses everywhere, but they are Dragon Ball Z corpses. So one yes. of them is is blasted into the side of a building with just his bottom and legs hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a bit more slapstick than the music sort yeah. of gets at. It's it feels almost like the song that I thought was going to turn into a musical number uh, back in the Grand Elder's house. Um, so Gohan is like mad at Vegeta for killing all of these people. Like what kind of asshole would do this? Um, yeah, Zarbon is in even worse trouble now. Yeah, and apparently, according to Frieza, Zarbon mocks him with his incompetence. <laughs> so that's pretty bad. Uh, Vegeta has to now. You definitely, that's definitely not a thing you ever want to hear your boss say to you. No, 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 no. Nope. That's on the low end, the lowest possible end. Uh, and Vegeta now has a pretty big problem. He has five pretty big problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once again, the size of the Dragon Balls becomes a plot point. Like it's an Head issue. Shaped problems. Yes, yes. Because uh, there he... are no bags in this ship. Yeah, and Vegeta doesn't have pockets. At least not pockets that big. I mean, if he if he had pockets, would the would this be any less of an issue? Yeah. <laughs> we know Frieza can just levitate them. I guess Saiyans do not have that power. No, Saiyans. Are, it's very difficult for a Saiyan to become a psychic. I think the issue is with control. Saiyans are just all about shooting the biggest laser imaginable, and maybe other races and other like disciplines are like, you know this energy can be used for other stuff too, right? And then the Saiyan who is blowing up five buildings at once and can't hear is like, what? Like, I bet there's yeah. a race out there of guys who are really good at using their key to, like, cook fantastic meals and, like, get the temperature just right or whatever. Now and we're just they... making we're just making Harry Potter Dragon Ball Z crossover fan fiction. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking Jedi. Shit, are Jedi Saiyans? You guys, this is just Torica. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is where this <laughs> this moment marks the beginning of phase two of Vegeta's plan. I don't think his plan had phases. I think he's just improvising. This seems me. <laughs> it's it's a bold it's a bold claim for him to pretend that this this had phases. Yeah, too. yeah. You know, what? No, to this his credit, day, this plan works. Yes. Yeah, let him have his good day. Uh, he blows his own cover by yelling, hey, idiots, over here, basically. <laughs> and I'm really only lightly paraphrasing. And he, so he, like, blows up a big part of the inside of the ship, which, like, starts a bunch of fires, and there's, like, smoke everywhere. Um, he Sub This caused substantial damage yeah, to it, the ship. The ship's really fucked up. It's probably not moving for a while. If there are any minions still remaining, I think they're gone now. Yeah, they're in big danger, for sure. Um, I think it's... Just two people now, Frieza and Zarbon. Yeah, Frieza and Zarbon. Um, so what he does now is he, uh, Frieza, wait, shit. Frieza does Vegeta something blasts here, right? the glass out in a yes, really that's cool what, uh, piece well, of Frieza, animation. Frieza and, Zarbon are, Frieza and Zarbon are running back to the, the I, I don't know, the control room, whatever. Yeah, the, the room Dragon Ball room. room. The, 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 the contemplation the room. Place, the big place Frieza <laughs> likes to hang out. Um, the terrarium. <laughs> he's got one of those heated rocks in there um they're blocked by the this this wreckage from vegeta's attack and frieza realizes what vegeta is up to um he's so mad yeah this is the worst day ever for he, him he is that he is he has used this distraction to get at them balls this There's this very funny transition from him throwing this energy blast through the window, this really fast um, bit of animation, and then he, like, 
carefully reaches down and picks up a dragon ball <laughs> i don't know the contrast really stuck out to me and so he just pitches all five of the dragon balls out the window as far as he can as hard as he can and then blasts off but just remains close enough to listen to zarbon get yelled at <laughs> one last time so I want to put out, because we mentioned this earlier, like like way earlier at the start of this, about Frieza being a character that is appears very intelligent, very civil, but then we see as soon as he gets angry, how quickly he seems to de-evolve mm-hmm. as a, as a not, not, not so much as a character in terms of like he's less of a character, but where we get to see the more of like who Frieza is. Yeah, it's a running theme through the show. And what I think is interesting about it is the reason it's like, the reason it's such a big contrast is because Frieza's so powerful that he's like never out of his comfort zone. So that now that he's actually been pushed outside of his comfort zone, he he's a fucking wreck. He doesn't yeah, know how to the first do anything but insult his one buddy. <laughs> yes, he just <laughs> yells and yells and demeans his one underling. That's all he can do right now. Uh, and and uh, the stakes here now are laid out for Zarbon. He's got to bring Vegeta to Frieza in one hour or Zarbon is going to get killed by Frieza. It'll be more than his manlyhood, I think was the quote. Vegeta, meanwhile, goes apocalypse now. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> phase two is in full force as he jumps into the water. I almost expect him to like rip off, a, like put a bandana on and put a, hold a knife between his teeth as he like sinks <laughs> down below the surface. <laughs> Take some dirt or blood and like rubs yeah. it into his eyes. It's <laughs> a, a reed, starts breathing out of it. <laughs> oh, real quick, real quick, guys. Did you, did you all realize, did you notice that Zarbon's idea of looking for Vegeta was just kind of floating up and down outside the ship. Yeah, just kind of hanging out. <laughs> he has no scouter. He is completely lost for what he is supposed he's, to do. Has this never banging. happened? Um, at this point, this is when we cut over to Gohan uh, actually finding a Dragon Ball. Ta-da! Oh, this is great because uh, he also says, just like Vegeta, of course Vegeta wouldn't be able to find a Dragon Ball in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Fun bit of irony there. Boom. To Vegeta's credit, he didn't think anybody had a dragon radar or what that is. Yeah, I don't think he knows of this technology, but Gohan grabs that ball from under the lake uh, where an Ammonite of some description has found it. He steals it from this uh, animal. I do like that the dragon radar is waterproof. That is confirmed. I thought about that too. And like, how many times has a dragon, like in, in actual Dragon Ball, did they ever find the Dragon Balls underwater? Oh, I'm sure. And we just talked about this. Yeah, I think Kevin mentioned. The Dragon Balls scatter all across the Earth. And the Earth is three, two-thirds water, so. So the likelihood of it being in water. They can, they've ended up in the ocean, in lakes, uh, at the, on the top of mountains, uh, in caves. Uh, in uh, the mouths of big monkeys, every every manner of uh, geographical location, the seven wonders of the world. Uh, Vegeta, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> we cut back to someone else who is underwater. It's Vegeta, um, and he has found uh, his balls. All of oh, them. his hair! His hair when he gets out of the water. Yes, it's so black straight up. What? It is a little messed up. I did notice it's a little messed up, and it does seem to be sagging a little bit. So, um. Hey, guys, the, the fucking lungs on these people. Yeah, yeah I'm saying the way. it's crazy. They could not yell if they did not have three times the normal lung capacity of a human being. <laughs> when, when, you guys, when you guys were younger, whenever you played a game that had underwater bits, or if you watched a movie where a character went underwater, do you ever try to hold your breath with the character? Motherfucker, I do that today. Absolutely not. I, I still fucking do, do it. That. And the thing okay. is, it always gets really stressful for me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, well yeah because you could die <laughs> because i do die sometimes i do black out sometimes when i'm watching a very good film with my friends and a man goes under the water surface <laughs> anyway, you gotta stop watching. Um, <laughs> we gotta put warnings on movies for that with Max Newland now. Anyways, Warning, Vegeta, drowning may be possible. Vegeta finds the Dragon Balls and he's like, uh, I have a really good curveball, but the only thing Freeze's pitching is a fit. Yeah, what? <laughs> what the hell was that line? <laughs> That's a line you can only say to yourself. Yeah, right? Like, if anybody else was around, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? He should have immediately gave himself a high five afterwards. I also <laughs> wondered, what else could Frieza have been pitching? <laughs> what other possible... I can only think of one other phrase, and it's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so he's got all the balls um and he knows that he just needs to go get the one gohan just found he doesn't know gohan just found it meanwhile something's coming but it's not zarbon it's not nearly strong enough (laughs) that was such a which is worrying because we know that krillin just powered up yeah so like krillin just got a huge power up and he's nowhere near as strong as zarbon is still krillin just hit level two and everyone else is like five to like ten yeah Frieza's like 25 in this yeah. in this metric. And so he's so f- oh fuck, it's the guy who almost stabbed me. Vegeta refers to him as a wretched earth the wretched earthling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad they did that and he didn't know his name. Or yes. at least at this yeah. point he does not know his name yet. Oh, it's that fucking bald guy. Uh and then <laughs> he reveals that he's actually very excited about this because he means he gets to go kick Krillin's ass. Uh so he takes off. Meanwhile, Zarbon is looking around and he sees Krillin so he takes off oh wait he sees Krillin and he sees Vegeta that's why he takes off so I I have to stress this we know that Vegeta can detect power he learned that on earth where everyone there can detect power yet Krillin does not notice Vegeta nor Zorbon yeah he he does explain Zorbon 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 Zordon Yeah, but he doesn't notice him at all. Like he's too enamored with his his meek power Krillin boost is and his just dragon so ball. stoked off his new power that he is he he has stopped paying attention. He's to riding on those fumes of uh, getting strong, real strong. Um, and so as Vegeta is chasing, he notices that Zarbon's behind him. So he's like, "All right, cool. This is actually this actually rules because now I get to do now I get to kill two people I don't like." It's his lucky day. This it is really my birthday. Is. That's what this this episode should be. It should be like Vegeta strikes back, Vegeta's big day. <laughs> Vegeta's big day. The scheme is shattered. Vegeta, happy birthday, Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> and, again, we get the bad end of the stick music wise because it's this nasty butt rock, like really oh, no. shit music as Vegeta. Oh, yeah. It sucks so bad. It's like oh, it was so uh, generically so bad. I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, Krillin arrives home and gives Bulma quite a start. Uh, and she tells him about Gohan and Krillin says, oh, that's a bad idea. You shouldn't have done that. I also like that um, Bulma refers to the Namekian Dragon Balls as the homegrown variety, mm. noting that they are bigger than normal. Non-GMO. <laughs> Uh, organic dragon balls uh oh shit though (laughs) not enough time for krillin to give uh, bulma a hard time about sending gohan off by himself a five-year-old because vegeta's here Uh and they are upset now he he lands 
he lands and he says, fancy our paths crossing here, Earthling. But he... He followed. He followed, yeah. he followed Krillin the whole way there. He... He... This wasn't a chance encounter. So, which means that the entire way that he was... The entire way there, as he was chasing Krillin... Just thinking of how he's going to do this? What's my I, opening yeah, line? Absolutely. And I think <laughs> it's really easy to get lost in the fact that they're flying around, but if you imagine it as if they are driving in cars, it, it really... <laughs> <laughs> it really lands that joke, because if you imagine him pulling up behind him, getting out of a car, and then saying, Oh, look, we've crossed paths. <laughs> Wow, okay, that really recontextualizes that for me. Um, and we're going to use that from now on to recontextualize every moment of travel in this show. So Vegeta demands the Dragon Ball, um, and he says he's not going to kill them right now because he, in my mind, he says this because he has just decided it would be very cool to have an audience for what he's about to do. Yeah, he's going to show up. Absolutely. That's, oh. that's 100% what it is. So Which, because he wants uh, someone to look on and be terrified. Time- Bulma and Vegeta have sort of crossed paths, right? I would say, yeah. She's seen him from afar on the TV. Not a great first impression. No. Oh, man. Uh, however, the guy who arrives next, she's very smitten with. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, she Bulma calls him thirsty um, as cute. hell. Yes. She calls him gorgeous and later calls him big boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is a big boy. She is so unrelentingly horny for Zarbon that she immediately <laughs> assumes that he is on their side and will not hear anything to the contrary. You guys saw the you guys saw the panning Zarbon crotch shot, right? Oh yeah, I dude. Mean, can you blame her? They were given Toriyama's <laughs> giving you an eye full with this guy right now. And he even Why has the thing, wear pants? He's got the like thigh high socks on too. Why aren't pants a thing? I guess that okay. Here's, it's an Earth thing. It's I, only an Earth. Let's just say it. Zarbon fucks. <laughs> <sighs> Power bottom. Um, so Zarbon ignores her completely. By the way, Bulma has been been nothing but like difficult, repressed. Yes, like <laughs> the, the, the moment that Bulma shows up. Or that, the, or that Zarbon shows up. She has just thrown everything else to the wind. She's boy crazy. Now, <laughs> boy, the show could have gone in a very different direction. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that Zarbon says to Vegeta here after they begin their little, their little tough talk, uh, they have kind of a showdown. They have kind of a stare down that lasts for like an uncomfortable amount of time. And one of the things that Zarbon, and I want to put a watch out here for phrasing in future episodes, I'm going to watch and enjo- I'm going to enjoy watching Lord Frieza put that mouth of yours through the ringer. <laughs> what could that possibly mean? Oh my god. Uh, I don't Crazy. remember anything else they said to each other because I was reeling from that. Um, and then they start fighting. It begins more or less the same, I would say. Like Zarbon's generally he's losing, but he's getting an okay hit in. Um, and the Vegeta kind of starts, stops fighting back and like just lets Zarbon miss a whole bunch and goads him into transforming. And that's when Bulma's over it. <laughs> yeah. Finally, Bulma- she regains some perspective. Superficial. And she says directly, oh, he's a bad guy. Like, you were right. She's just... 
uh, Vegeta seems to be having trouble at first here, uh, and then reveals to us, the audience, that he's just trying to bait Zarbon into... All according to Keikaku. All, it's all according to Ke- <laughs> Keikaku means plan. Um, so he uses Dale Gribble's patented pocket sand technique. So good. That was so good. And he, uh, he uses it to teleport behind Zarbon, punch him really good. An energy punch, too. Knocks him into a lake. Ironically, he throws him into a lake and blows it up. <laughs> Revenge. Uh, this is when a couple of other things happen. Krillin tries to run. Vegeta cuts him off. You see that Gohan is noticing this fight going on. I do want to. I, I love the beams that Vegeta is shooting out during this because his hands are moving back and forth really fast, and he's just shooting like a sequence of of really fast beams. And mm-hmm. it, it's very powerful and kind of cool. It's also a little goofy. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit like Looney Tunesy, it's like a when they frantic. when they do the, ex- when you get, with the with the if legs. If you get some time, go 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 to a mirror, make sure you're alone, and try doing that with your own arms, and just watch and see how not cool you look. If you you're not it. practicing every single move you see on this show in the mirror at night, yeah, I don't know behind. what you're doing with your life. You're you're behind schedule. You gotta get you gotta get on track. This ain't this ain't couch to five k. Um, so Vegeta decides to monologue a little bit after having kicked Zarbon's ass uh, somewhat. About how Saiyans become stronger when they lose. And we're, we haven't said the words, uh, but this is the Zenkai boost. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this, is, this is the moment in which he decides to educate us about that that concept. Without without you, nobody ever actually uses those words in the show. Hey, oh, okay. Just, but Just so you guys know, one of my other discords, uh, one of my friends just posted a picture of Vegeta and a picture of a character from WoW and it's started scolding me for not making any characters in this game look like Vegeta. That's the new goal, is to make Vegeta in every MMO. In basically anything with a character creator, you should be making Vegeta. Uh, So after we learn about the Zenkai boost, we, uh, Krillin, uh, Krillin kind of reminisces a bit about uh, how Goku would get stronger after getting his ass kicked. Um, so that is sort of Akira Toriyama saying, yes, it was happening the whole time. This has always been a thing. Of course. It's, it's not just an anime trope. This is by design. (laughs) (laughs) I, I had a thought about this. So we have right now we have Vegeta gets his ass kicked, he recovers and he gets stronger. Yes. And then Goku Well, and trains. it's not just it's not and it's not just defeat. It is specifically after a Saiyan recovers from near death. But we we have Goku who's coming right now and he's actually training. My thought is which one would end up being the faster way to get stronger? Getting your ass Well, Goku had both, destroyed. remember? <laughs> Goku did almost die, so he had. Yeah. I think he so had he's the boost, got both, and now he's also training on his way. Is what's going on, and and ultimately, v- Goku and Vegeta both pretty much embrace a combination of those two for the rest of the series. <laughs> <laughs> Getting I'm very surprised they don't. Um, they they're not hyper aware of this, and not just constantly beating each other almost to death, like with a smile on their face. Like this is training. This is what we're doing. This is like the anime version of that movie, Flatliners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, Zarbon charges in at Vegeta because he's not buying the bluster. Um. Vegeta. Uh, this is, a, this is, okay, this is something I love, what happens here, because this is a moment that's so iconic, it's made it into, like, all the Dragon Ball Z video games as a special move for Vegeta. Mm-hmm. They do, like, a little big punch exchange, and Vegeta ends it with this seriously nasty gut punch that oh, into his right. gut armor. Literally into his guts. Yeah, like, buries himself wrist deep in Zarbon's body. 
stomach stomach first. And this, of course, the, the fight is pretty much over now. Zarbon pleads that he's just following orders. He says, join me and we'll rule the galaxy together. This sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even make a it. Lot of, a lot of people pulling out that card in this show. The, the best thing, though, is that he doesn't even finish saying it. He doesn't even finish saying we can rule the, the galaxy together or whatever, because Vegeta blows his insides up. Yeah, this oh, is messed boy. up. Vegeta does a beam so big it goes through him and out the other end and takes up, like, most of the screen. Right through his stomach hole. So does that cauterize? I don't think it does because there's guts coming out. It kind of got all blown outwards. Like, there's not really any... Yeah, I'm, look I'm looking at the frame right now and I'm seeing Zarbon shrapnel exploding out the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's... There's no there's no flesh left to cauterize at that point. And they give us a real just a real good look at like the wreckage of from the front. Like they don't shy away from that at all. And yeah, oh. him <laughs> flying off into the distance and, and he's dead. He's totally dead. Um and then oh, it he's he's And very, that's the end dead. of the episode. Yeah, too. fucking hard cut that. to credits after that, which rules close close up on Vegeta with blood all over his hand, looking very pleased. I was surprised it didn't immediately go into the happy birthday song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they couldn't get the rights uh, too expensive. Uh, so next episode, um, I didn't pay too much attention to that because I was trying to pull it was, up the It Google was a docs. little hard not to um, because well, we do get the most fucked up five seconds of animation right at the end. Um, oh my god. This fucking, uh, we, uh, we're going to have to talk about this way more in depth next episode, but it is this weird ass five seconds where Vegeta places his hand on Gohan's head, oh then god. slides it down his face, <laughs> and then it cuts to the this weird shot of Vegeta looking at, down at Gohan. I don't know. Fuck, it's got weird dude. overtones. <laughs> wow. I remember that from Abridged. <sighs> so we are kind of moving into phase two of the Namek saga here, and... Yeah, approaching it a little bit. No, let's say um, let's say phase two of phase one. This is act <laughs> one. This is act one. Act two. Um. <laughs> well, we did. We did technically. We did technically. We did finish what uh, Funimation has designated as uh, season one. Oh, Dragon Ball Z Kai. Go us! Yep, congrats. Yep. We're moving our way through this thing. Season two moving forward. I wonder if that means new intro. <gasps> Probably not. Oh. Fuck. I um I think the most we can hope for until final chapters is uh, a new it's a d different animation. I mean I'm cool with that. I would be fine with that. Um, because um, it's gonna gonna get so fucking wildly outdated very very soon. Oh yes, it's already wildly uh, outdated. It, it kind of is. Yeah, there's no shot of Namek. There's one second of Frieza. <laughs> um. So where do we where do we end here with regards to uh uh relation to uh original dragon ball z uh episode 26 of kai ends just a little bit before the end of episode 57 okay. of z uh 57 uh goes a little a little bit after vegeta kills zarbon um we also had some cut filler uh from this this uh, episode or this chunk of the story at least yeah uh in in which goku's ship passed through a magnetic storm and caused the gravity machine to go haywire and Goku almost dies at 100 Gs. Actually, I remember oh, cool. that filler. That is one of the ones... I, I've been waiting for that one, weirdly. Like, I, I didn't know it was a filler, so I've just been waiting for when they would randomly cut to that bit because we've been seeing the uh, 
the training, he you know, he's been improved. I think he's at 50 Gs right now. Yeah. As I recall, it was this filler was used as justification for him to jump up to uh, 100 times gravity. Like yes. at the end of the filler episode, yes. he said, yeah. "Now that I've now that I've experienced 100 gravity, I have to train in it." Dang. So that's a good way to integrate filler if you're going to have to do filler. Yeah. Yep. Because it, it made it feel I didn't even know it was filler until you said that just now, Kevin. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So there I'm you, pretty com- I'm pretty confident it's filler. It doesn't necessarily need to be in there. So. If you, that's then, so yes. Well, with the speed at which he seems to train in these different levels of gravity, yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel like it's necessary. Yeah, he really, he really jumps up pretty quickly, regardless. So then, um, we've decided to make a little bit of a change to how we're doing the best moment ranking because we're so hung up on when the beams touch. It's, I think, it's safe to say that if we're gonna wait for something to beat that, we're gonna have to wait till pretty much the best moments in the Namek saga. So I think it would might be more useful, as I was telling the boys earlier, to instead try and determine the best moment from each saga, or from each uh, story arc, and then at the end of the show, we can, do like, we can do like a bracket kind of thing to pit all of those against one another, and then we get the real best moment. So at that, in that case, what do you guys think has been the best moment like of the saga so far? Oh, up to this point? Oh, I yeah. think this episode might have had it, honestly. I would agree with... Honestly, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, Vegeta burying his fist in Zarbon's stomach and then blowing the whole everything out. The whole was... everything. <laughs> I would say for me, if like thinking about it prior, I'd say it was when Dodoria got beat, and then coming into this, it is when uh, Zarbon got beat. I think I agree with that. Like prior to this, it was definitely that that confrontation with Dodoria, just because of how fun it was for Vegeta. <laughs> and when Vegeta has a good time, we the viewers also have a good time. Did you, I came up, Did you guys notice like when he was talking to Zarbon and Zarbon's like begging for mercy, he was like you were a bully to me. So Yeah. Uh, Zarbon bullied Vegeta. We had a slight little bit of Vegeta being humanized. Don't pick on him when he justice was Justice for Vegeta. He's hey, you know, we don't need to get justice for Vegeta. He's perfectly fine at getting it for himself. <laughs> So I guess that's probably the best one from this episode, right? Yeah, and moving forward with this, with this, you know, saga so far, we'll say that's the best one. Cool. Well, there you have it, folks. And um, now you have to look forward to us finding multiple different ones that we can all talk about again, rather than just going back to the same old. Yes. <laughs> the beams touch. Um, so I love new content. Who doesn't? Who doesn't, Blaine? That's so right. Um, I, I wanted to talk for a second about what we want to call this one, though, because oh god, um, here's the thing. I, I, I think going literal is our best chance. So let's say it's when Vegeta thrusts his fist into Zarbon. I think Zarbon that's gets good. fisted. Yeah, I was going to shorten it exactly. I think it's a little bit easier if we just say when when Zarbon gets fisted. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tiger's up on the table now, so we, we might as well yell at it. Could we have called the one for Dodoria? Uh, Vegeta gets him from behind. Yep, sure yeah. can. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we are 12. But y'all are the ones. But the joke's really on you because you're listening to us. So uh-huh. so thanks for that. And we can never, yeah, thank we can you, never apologize enough or thank you enough for listening to this show. Uh, your support means absolutely means the world to us. Uh, so if you like our show, it's great of you to recommend it to others or to leave a review on iTunes or, and this is only for if you're feeling extremely generous, you can visit us on 
our website at ko-fi.com slash zboost, where we accept help with uh, paying for the hosting costs of Zenkai Boost. The music for our show was by Friedrich Hobbitler. He does video game and anime covers on YouTube uh, at youtube.com slash Cody Game Music. And Max, do you want to tell us about the artist? Yeah, that's my little sister, uh, Elizabeth Kostrak. You can find her at kostrak.tumblr.com. Good stuff there. Cool. Uh, Well, um, do you guys have anything else to plug right now? Oh, not really. Cool. Not really. Uh, Make sure you go listen to Max Newland's other podcasts, Insanely Haunted and Plus Ultra. You can get those at insanelyhaunted.com, plusultrapodcast.com. And of course, you can find us all on Facebook, uh, Zenkai Boost, ZenkaiBoost.com, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's been a really great episode. I'm glad you stick stuck around. To, we actually got to an action-packed one. Yeah, shit happened. Yeah, this and was it, a this was a very good one. And it looks like there's more to come, so I can't wait, and I hope you can't wait either. Uh, but till next time, my name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich, and I'm Max Kostrak. And I'm gonna remember the sign out. Power levels don't matter. Ciao. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>